Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Reichel, and this is the Betting Barrier Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network. The only place of the show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Rice Shell Radio. On this week's show, we're going to be talking about the Golden State Warriors and their upcoming matchups over the next week from a betting perspective. Before we actually do all that, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsor. The Betting Barrier Podcast presented by BetOnline. BetOnline is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's NBA playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters this season, as we have you covered for all of your sports wagering needs. Basketball, MLB, NHL, UFC, and boxing. They have it all. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games that you can play right from your home. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use the promo code believe B L E A V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Bit of Maria podcast. For one, I'm breaking preview to what we're going to do for this week's show. Once again, talk about the Warriors and their upcoming games, or in this case, maybe game over the next week. But before we get into that, kind of a quick recap of what uh, happened over the past week. Overall, very good week for the Warriors. They won all three games and definitely impressed by them uh, for doing so. Now, we were a little bit wrong on some of the games here. We were wrong on... Thursday, uh, we thought that Sacramento would cover plus the points. We thought that the Warriors would probably win, uh, but that was the game Draymond was suspended for, and Golden State came out, and they dominated the game from start to finish. So we were wrong there. However, we were uh, right about Golden State winning on Sunday. Thought they'd get it done. They did not cover, though. Uh, Sacramento had a shot to win it there. Harrison Barnes missed the shot. Did like the over in that, and that ended up getting there. And then for Wednesday, uh, the the Warriors got it done. Nice road win there. Uh, Fox's finger injury at the end of game four really seemed to change the overall, I'd say, trajectory of the series and the momentum itself because Sacramento, I know, ended up getting a couple of big shots from Fox late in game four, but you did see that it seemed like Sacramento was a bit out of it offensively in game five. Fox made a couple of three-pointers in the first quarter then was atrocious for the rest of the game. I think he went 0 for 7 from 3 in the last three quarters, uh, but you're looking at how that game unfolded. The Kings just forgot how to hit three-pointers. I believe they went 2 for 23 from 3 in the final three quarters, and Golden State almost blew a double-digit lead, but Wiggins made a big shot, Clay made a big shot, and Curry had the and one, which put the game on ice, and the Warriors now have a 3-2 series lead with a shot to win the series on Friday. Uh, should be a pretty fun overall potential series finale, uh, but I will go through that game, and then hypothetically, I'll go through what ha- would happen in a Game 7, even though, according to the odds, I'd say Game 7 is unlikely to occur. But either way, time to get into the actual preview for Game 6. Starting off with the overall spread in total, the Warriors are around minus 7, minus 7.5, and, and the over-under is 235. Now, I do understand why the total is set in the mid-230s. However, I do wonder if it's actually high enough because the last two games landed 239 or higher, and we saw Golden State offensively 
really take over the series. They've scored at least 123 points in each of the last two games. They scored at least 123 in three of the five meetings in this series. I do think you're going to end up seeing a pretty solid offensive showing. Now, the issue with Sacramento was, of course, Fox's finger, which he played through, and it looked okay early on. But you can tell as the game went on, Fox appeared to experience more and more discomfort, and he was constantly shaking out the finger over the course of the game, and his shot fell off a cliff. So I do think you're going to end up seeing Sacramento struggle a bit more than people might expect, because from what we saw in Game 5, nobody was really able to step up for the Kings. Now Malik Monk went down swinging. I know he kind of injured his ankle there briefly in the middle of the game, and he was very aggressive when it came to actually going to the rim, and he attempted a bunch of free throws because of it. Monk off the bench ended up attempting 10 free throws. But you're looking at the actual scoring distribution here. Fox had 24 points on 25 shots. Inefficient, but still. I mean, he's battling a finger injury. You have Monk, who was very solid, I just mentioned, at 21 points. And then after that, you had Sabonis, who had 21 points, 10 rebounds, and... He also had five turnovers and five fouls. Truth is, I thought Sabonis was really not that good in Game 5, and yet he's still at 21-10 and 10 somehow. But I don't really remember Sabonis having that much of an impact offensively. Either way, point of Sabonis, even though he had the points, I didn't think it was great in that game. Barnes basically no-showed the game before going to the free-throw line a bunch in the second half, but he did not make a single three-pointer. You had Keegan Murray, who looked fine, ended up scoring 10 points, went four for five from the floor. But besides Sabonis... Fox and Monk, nobody else scored more than 13 points. So it seemed like nobody really stepped up for the Kings when they needed it. Kevin Herter's been a mess the entire series. He went one for four, again from three in game five, only scored nine points, only played 16 minutes. I don't think the Kings can use him. I think you have to use Monk at this point, because especially with Fox's finger injury, you need somebody who can actually create their own shot off the dribble, and Herter can't do that, even when he's hitting his three-pointers. He's kind of a screen guy he comes around screens takes a lot of threes and recently they haven't been dropping so I don't really think Herder should play that much moving forward I think you'll probably give Monk 30-35 minutes in this game uh, if I had to guess on what the uh, playing time should be for Monk but I thought David Mitchell was fine he had 10 points he only went two for eight from three but I don't know it felt like he had a better game than that Len didn't really do much either uh, Lyles was okay briefly but the point is, I feel like the Fox injury really destroyed Sacramento's chances because I don't trust any of the supporting cast on a regular basis. Now, Sabonis, once again, was pretty good, statistically speaking, in Game 5. If you watch the game, you know he wasn't exactly that great uh, throughout. Plus, you're looking at Monk. We know Monk's good, but did anybody else do anything? Not really. So I think that's going to be an issue because Golden State did get contributions. Now, Curry's still at 31. He looked very sharp despite only going two for 10 from three, but he had 31 points, eight assists. He looked sharp. He made the end one layup to ice the game. You had Wiggins who had 20 points, including that big little spin jumper there in the final couple minutes to end a King's run. And Draymond was unbelievable. Draymond, uh, Draymond made eight shots out of 10 attempts, 21 points. He was great. It was the first time he scored 20 plus points since I believe 2019, but he stepped up, Wiggins stepped up, and Looney had 22 rebounds and seven assists, and the Kings can't stop him on the glass. But the point is, Golden State has guys who can step up, and I and even Clay at 25, I didn't mention that. But the point is, with Fox being injured, 
I think Sacramento might be dead to rights here. Now you can make an argument. Stranger things have happened. It is, of course, it's still comp- it's a competitive series. Three-point variants might balance out. But Golden State is so good at home. And we've seen them really just find ways to win playoff series. And with Sacramento basically needing to defend home court against the Golden State team that was 11-30 and 30 in the regular season on the road, it feels like the entire wind has been taken out of Sacramento's sails. And the big reason why the Kings were so competitive in this series was the fact that nobody on Golden State can guard De'Aaron Fox. And now that Fox cannot really shoot as comfortably as he'd like, and the handle's not going to be as smooth as it was previously, I think the Kings are going to have some problems here. So would it shock me if the Warriors open up a decent lead, the crowd gets going, Golden State's up 10, and you see the Kings roll over? No, it would not totally surprise me. Now, do I think they're going to roll over? No, but I do think that when you have an inexperienced team that put their best punch or that hit the team, their opponent with their best punch, and the other team not only got up and continued to fire back, it is pretty demoralizing and it does take some of the confidence away from you. And I think the Kings might roll I think the Kings might struggle here as a result in this game six game. Now, do I think Golden State's going to lose the game? No. The question is, do I think they're going to be able to actually win by eight or more points? I think they will. I think it's going to come down to the wire for the cover. Maybe not for the game. But I see Golden State going on a run, a couple three-pointers, maybe Curry, it's a dagger, maybe Clay, it's a dagger. Point is, I do think Sacramento's offense will struggle a bit more with Fox's finger issue. And I do think you will once again dare the supporting cast to step up, and I just don't see that happening. So I think with the Kings really having to rely more on Sabonis, which has definitely, that's definitely not where you want to go uh, based on how the series has gone because Looney and Draymond have dominated Sabonis uh, throughout the series. I know Sabonis' numbers are okay, but in, ter- in terms of efficiency, Sabonis has really not been good in the series. Barnes, I think, is going to probably no-show this game as well. Keegan Murray might play well. We'll see if he gets more shots. He only attempted five shots, but he made four of them. So I think Murray could be in line for a decent game. Herder, I don't think you can actually use that much at this point. He only played 16 minutes in Game 5, and I can guarantee you no Kings fan missed him while he was on the bench. I think it comes down to really just Monk and a bit of Sabonis and some combination of Barnes and Murray. I'll take my chances, and I think that Golden State probably wins this game by 10. It's going to come down to the wire for the cover, but I do think Golden State finds a way to get the job done. As for the total... I think the total is quite fascinating because if I think that Fox is going to struggle and I think that Golden State is still going to do what it wants offensively, do I think the Kings score enough to send this over? I'm not sure they do, but I think based on what I've seen from the overall games, I have to like the Warriors team total over for this matchup, especially at home. I think you'll see Golden State come out focused, especially offensively crowd behind them, the three-point shooters really clicking on all cylinders. The Kings still have not been able to actually stop Golden State throughout the series, and that was a big issue people had with with uh, Sacramento going into the playoffs, the fact that they don't guard anybody. But the Warriors team total is two is a uh, 121.5. It's too low, in my opinion. Once again, Golden State scored at least 123 in three of the five games in the series. They scored 126 in the last home game against this team. I think that total's a bit too low. I think the Warriors probably get to 124, something like that, in this game. So I guess I'm leaning to the over for the full game because I think Golden State's going to do enough, and the Kings will probably finish somewhere around, like, 112, give or take. 
So give me like a 124-112 type game. Very close to the total, though, so I don't see much value on that, but I will lean to Golden State to cover, and I will lean to the over. As for my favorite prop in this game, just to give you a little bonus bet, because I do think there might only be one game to recap for this uh, episode, because I'm not sure we're going to get a game seven. I am going to go with Looney rebound, simply put, at 12.5. Looney's been an absolute monster. He had 22 rebounds in game five. You can go through the game log, and the Kings are completely lost when it comes to keeping him off the glass. And Looney has been an unsung hero with this team for a while. Last three games, 22 rebounds, 14 rebounds, 20 rebounds. Once again, the Kings cannot stop him. And I think 12 and a half is too low for rebounds as a result. He's gotten a bunch of minutes. He's played at least 30 minutes in each of the last three games. I think he has a big game on the boards once again. And I do think as a result, he will go over that number. Now let's move on to a hypothetical game seven. Let's assume that I'm wrong and the Kings find a way to do the shocking uh, thing of actually pulling off an upset in the chase center. But still, let's say that that hypothetically happens. And let's say we got a game seven. Do I think the Kings are going to win game seven? No, I still mentally can't pick the Kings to win the series now that Fox is injured because I think Fox is so valuable, not just for everything they want to do, but for his actual late game heroics. We know De'Aaron Fox is the, uh, I think he either officially won it or he's going to, but he's going to win the inaugural Clutch Player of the Year award and he deserves it. But once again, the issue is that Fox with his efficiency should really struggle because of the finger issue. So I don't trust an inexperienced team in a winner-go-home game for Game 7 against a team that has dominated the league for the last eight years, give or take. So I think the Warriors win Game 7 if it gets to that point. I don't think it's going to. I think the series ends in 6, and I think the Warriors end up winning Game 6 by double digits. But anyway, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Sorry if it's a bit short, but once again, there's really only one or two games to recap. But I do think Golden State gets it done on Friday, and I think they end up moving on to face off against the, well, it's either the Lakers or the Grizzlies because that series hasn't finished yet. The Lakers have a shot to close it out at home on Friday. We'll see if they can do that, but should be fun either way. As for the schedule, we might have to do an early episode next week to preview whatever series or even just, to, well, if, if the Warriors hypothetically lose game six and game seven, then we'll have the episode on Thursday because the season's over and I'll do a season recap. But realistically, and if we're trying to assume uh, what's going to happen based on where the betting odds and where the probability lies, let's assume Golden State wins the series against Sacramento. We will probably do an episode earlier next week than Thursday to preview the second round, either against the Grizzlies or against the Lakers. So keep an eye out for that. But until next time, good luck to all of you and all of your bets. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.